show. You know where you are, the nine at nine with me, Tigo. And today's a little bit different because I, you know, you guys know I live in Las Vegas. And I have the privilege of knowing some of the most amazing talent in this town by living in Las Vegas. So I figured it's time to start sharing what the local superstars are doing. She's an international superstar too. And we're going to talk about music, family, and maybe hair. So sit right there. We'll be right back. Yes, I said hair. I'm, I, you, you guys know I'm not the fashion person and all that kind of stuff. But it doesn't mean I don't know them. And it doesn't mean I don't know amazing talents in Las Vegas. And one of them is here today. Allie Starr is here. What's happening? What's up, T? What's up with you? I love the hair. I love the hat. I love the look. Thank you. You are one of those people that literally, I kid you all the time about facial recognition. You need <laughs> facial recognition to know it's you because... You, hair's down, hair's up. I feel like my it, face doesn't change, although my hair does. Yeah, that's why facial recognition. You love fashion and clothes and all of that. How does that, did that come from being an entertainer? Or is that just part of your personality no. and it just works really well with the fact that you're an amazing singer? It's part of who I am. Um, my mom has pictures of me two and three years old in high heel shoes and playing with makeup. So it's always been a part of me. I just like to play dress up. Wow. Now, before we get into, you know, what you do, which mm -hmm. is be on amazing stages all over the world, how do you balance being an entertainer, being a lead singer, being a mom? We're also going to talk maybe for a little bit, if you don't mind, about some health issues that you've had. How do you balance that every day? Because, you know, a lot of us, me too, have a problem just remembering to eat. So <laughs> how do you do it? Honestly, it's it's a it's a game. I, I call it like Tetris. My life is Tetris. I fit the pieces where they go. Sometimes they clash and, and sometimes they fit perfectly. But at the end of the day, there's a goal in mind to just keep going. That's my goal all the time to keep going. When did you know you were going to be an entertainer? I mean, I read your bio and I go, ooh, East Chicago, Indiana. You know, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> I'm like, look at her. You know, she family, she cousin from yeah. back home. When did you know this is what you were going to do no matter what? I didn't know because this is not something I aspired to do. I fell into this. Wow. I was going to go to school to be a mortician because mortuary science runs in my family. Yeah, I read that. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that. Uh-huh. So what made you not decide to do that music is like a drug and once i got a taste of it it was like school what's that <laughs> i'm going on the road and that's what i did wow so when did you start at 16. so three years ago <laughs> <laughs> i wish 18 years ago wow so the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, we can't not have this conversation and talk about COVID because in Las Vegas, especially entertainment is how most of us live. That's what 
fuels the city. We don't mm -hmm. have a finance district. We don't have right. a warehouse district. We have entertainment. Now we have sports. Mm -hmm. How did you fare through that and not just throw your hands up in July of 2020 and say, you know what? The family <laughs> business is starting to look good to me. I'm out. Well, actually, T, I never stopped working during wow. the entire pandemic. There was that only that brief stretch of time where the entire city was closed, mm -hmm. where I did not work. And that was like for three weeks, maybe it was less than a month. And after that, I was performing. Now I was performing at capacity levels back when it was only 30% or 60% mm -hmm. in the club. But I was there, I was bearing through it throughout the entire pandemic, I never stopped. So not only are you a stage performer, you're a recording artist as well, mm -hmm. you know, so you're in studio. Mm -hmm. Your latest project, I, just the cover of it made me go, she's like one of my kids. I don't think I can watch <laughs> this, but let's talk about your latest single. My latest single is called More, and it's the video is pretty spicy. It's about women being able to take charge. Mm -hmm. And that's what I wanted to display with having the men bound and sitting in chairs and us taking over. And as you can see, I had a 100-inch braid ponytail that acted as a whip. Mm -hmm. um, no one got beat. But it was just a, a demonstration of strength for women. Who's your creative source? When you create a video like that, do you have a, a certain director, producer that you always use? Or do you sit down and go, you know what? This song needs this particular type of video, and it comes out of your creative mind. I literally create all my videos. Um, when I'm writing the song, I'm already writing the video as I'm actually wow. writing the song. So I always know what my videos are going to look like once the song is finished because I'm literally writing what I would want to see on the screen. Mm. And 99.9 .9 of it is my life. So it's really just me closing my eyes and replaying some of the things that I would have done or did. Now, using a whip on a guy, I've never done that before, but you know, it was something I thought about. So <laughs> I put it to screen. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, you're a writer. You're clearly a producer director because you're doing your own videos. Mm -hmm. You're a stage performer. I know that you do your own music and you also do covers, I which do. and do them very well, by the way. I have a feeling some artists are going, tell her to stop that. She does it a little <laughs> bit better than I do. For the people that are out there watching this right now and they're in East Chicago or they're down in Florida somewhere and they're going, oh, my gosh, she's playing in Vegas. She's doing this. She's doing that. I want to do it. How would you tell them to get started? How would you tell them to take that initial step towards it? Um, honestly, being so young in this business, I was very limited on where I can go without being carded. And even mm -hmm. when I was on the stages, it was be on the stage, be in the dressing room. But once I became of age and can freely go about, um, I started going to the local jam sessions and I started to meet different musicians, different singers, and just introducing myself and letting people know that I was willing to learn first. I wasn't coming in to step on anybody's toes. I was coming in to learn the business, what to do and what not to do. I learned more of what not to do than anything, but it was a learning process. It wasn't just, hey, I can sing, let me get on your stage. Wow. Wow. Okay. That, I get that. But have you ever been afraid? Have you ever like went into a venue and expected a certain audience and it was an entirely different audience or the band was supposed to be a certain way and then it shows up and they're an entirely different way? Have you ever been afraid and had to push your way through it? No, but 
<clears throat> really recently for my birthday, um, my drummer didn't show up for the gig. Mm. And I had a packed audience and I had to play basically like an acoustic set until I can find another drummer. Um, the audience didn't know otherwise. We killed it and they really thought it was something that was on purpose and it wasn't. So that would be really the only time I was like, how am I going to get through this without people knowing? But we did it anyway. That's awesome. And I mentioned earlier, fashion, entertainment, mom. Mm -hmm. But on top of that, you've had some battles with some health issues mm -hmm. over the years and you still managed to get on those stages. Do you mind just sharing just a little bit of oh, that? Yeah, of course. Um, I have SVT, which is a heart condition. It's supraventricular tachycardia. Um, it's a certain type of arrhythmia. So I could be literally sitting right here with you and my heart can beat upwards of 150 to 200 beats per minute. And that puts me in the SVT. So over the years of me finding out I had it in 2015, I now have a pacemaker. Wait, you now have a pacemaker. Mm -hmm. So you're on stages, you got bass drums, it's loud, it's noisy, you got people coming at you. And some of these shows are intense. I mean, you guys come out of these shows like you just did a marathon. Yep. And you've got a pacemaker. Are you okay? Are you safe? Is it should I be worried? Because you know I treat no, you like you're one I'm, of my kids. So. I'm, I'm okay. First of all, music is music heals. No matter what I'm doing, no matter how I'm feeling, if I can get to the stage, I feel better now. Once I'm off, that's a different story. But during that moment, my body knows to relax and live in the moment of music. So I live and I breathe off of that. So I am okay. And what happens, because you have two beautiful babies, mm -hmm. okay? What happens if the babies come in and say, Mom, I want to sing. I want to be on mm -hmm. stage. How does mom feel about that? Is mom signing them up for mortuary <clears throat> school? No, um, because I'm, they grew up in this business. Literally, um, I had them and I took them to Japan when they were two months old. So their first year of their life, they were grown up in Japan. And after that, we've been here and they've been rocking and rolling. So it's something I expect, mm -hmm. not something I'm going to push but something I expect to happen and I'll just lead and guide them the best way that I can. All right, before we get cut off, cause you know what he'll do, let's tell everybody if they come to Vegas, how do they find Allie Star? You can find me on Instagram, Facebook under Allie Star One, that's A-L-L-I-S-T-A-R-R. Twitter, just the same. And I play at several different venues. So just look on my website, which is AllieStar.org and find me anywhere in Vegas. That's my buddy, Ali Starr. And you guys already know, if you can't remember that or you're driving and you can't write it down, just go to Tigo Direct. We'll connect you across and you'll be able to just send her a message. And I'm sure she'll get right back to you. I will. You are amazing. We touched on this much of your career. I hope you'll come back. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much for Thank hanging out for with me today. Me. <laughs> hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You know I hope you'll come back next time. And as always, I'm Tigo, and I'll talk to you next time.